Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Trekker. This is Scott. Now, there was the announcement of two female-centered uh, shows that are in development by uh, Kirsten and Company a couple days ago. And I've been watching a lot of Enterprise, getting myself reacclimated to the series. Because that's the one that I have not seen a lot of. The pilot I love, one of the very few outside of Strange New Worlds, <clears throat> one of the very few shows that I'll like, I'm going to go watch the pilot. So I was watching that, and there I was looking at Future Guy, and I remembered a, uh, a history of Enterprise that I had seen, where they had planned that Archer was was going to be the thief was going to be the Future Guy, but it never came to it never came to fruition because they canceled the show. Okay, so my thinking is maybe after the two shows that they have coming out. They could make a limited run series where they bring back the cast of Enterprise to do what they're kind of doing for season for season three of Picard, where it's the nice little outing for the uh, crew. So in this situation, this completely speculative. This is just my idea. There's no news reports anywhere. There's no conversations happening. No actors have been approached. Nothing. This is just my personal idea. Because I think it would be fun. You don't have to worry about special makeup. You don't got to try to make people look young. Because you base it um, with the how old they would be right now anyway. So, because Enterprise was based in 2151. It ran for four seasons. And if you don't include the, the uh, series finale, because that's 2161 that that's based in. But they were all they all filmed it as if they were still, you know, obviously four years younger. So base it off of four years younger. So it's 19 years from the when the final season happened. So if you start the show in 2174, I think it is, we could have see the event that leads Archer to have a conversation with the past and then we can see flashbacks of the Enterprise side of the conversation in the show, but they only really focus on what Archer is doing with that communication and information in 2174. So we make it a companion piece, really. So you have Enterprise, and you see Future Guy, who we don't know who he is in and of that moment, at that moment. Then, in 2174, we're finally seeing that it's Archer, talking to the Sulaban to do something and we're seeing what that actually is and we can have that go for like four episodes or maybe even six six episodes I don't necessarily think what you want ten so just a quick little mini series type thing bring back the entire cast of Enterprise bring them all back together and then come to find out that future guy is Archer and maybe it's one of his crew that finds this inf this inf this information out and that brings them in like maybe archer goes off the rails and he does something that he's he thinks he's doing the right thing and then the old crew comes together because they're all they all used to be his his crew so instead of having to go and find each and all these people they're already working together because they've already had conversations with each other with thinking what's happening and then it's just like that that episode of uh of TNG where they wanted to keep it in the family type deal.
So they could do it like that. Then we can find out that something he did did change it and then we find out what the actual future was going to be and then we saw that okay the things that he did as future guy makes sense because of abc and leads to xyz it'd be a fun way to update where the actual crew ended up at see them now as as they are just like we're seeing with season three of picard and no i do not think that it would be over um over seasoning of Star Trek. I don't think that's possible. I mean, even if even if it was, somebody somewhere hasn't watched all of the Star Trek and they're going to turn it on and go, oh, wow, season five of, of Enterprise. Cool. And then down the road, people are going to be like, oh, here, I'll turn on this. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. Just like Enterprise now is better regarded than it was in its initial run back in the day. I mean, it ended in 2005, so 19, 19 years ago. So from 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 2155 or 54 depending upon what the calendar year was i know they mentioned it i think in the start date and then season one and season two happened in the same year so it's a little murky i think on when it's actually based but say 2151 to 2154 so 19 years later brings us into this into 2170s so you could create a story that makes archer somehow do something that maybe throws him into the future and the only way back is to prevent something that happened that led him on to that journey in the first place and so him talking to the Suliban is all about preventing him from going back to prevent him from wasting his life and trying to do something that leads him to have to get stuck in the future where he can't actually go back but he has to try to figure out how to change fix things and so that's when he figures out the Suliban angle and then go from there because then it would shore up everything this long running who is he um because you have the writer saying who he's supposed to be and you have either the Romulan or you have Archer but you don't actually know who is going to be until they break the story they figure things out the writers talk to each other executive producers all go back and forth so even if they wanted it to be Archer it might not have been Archer it might not have been how they thought because and when they were breaking season five, it wasn't necessarily all, you know, figured out. It was kind of just ideas or something that someone thought in the back of their mind that didn't, didn't necessarily make it into screen to where you go, oh, this little breadcrumb leads to that little, that little, that little uh, breadcrumb, which leads us to go, that's Archer. And I don't think there's anything in, 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 in Star Trek Enterprise that says Jonathan Archer is future guy. So bringing back Scott Bakula and the entire crew in 2174 would allow us to see that while coming back to see the crew and this could be a nice little way to kind of say sorry for what most people regard as the worst series finale of any show and slap in the face to a franchise show bringing them back for that one last season that one last hoorah I think that might be more of an option to do if season three Picard is, is successful. If that's a successful season and it gets a lot of critical acclaim from both, uh, both the, the, uh, the critics and fans, both sides of the fandom, then they might be inclined to bring back the, uh, 
Star Trek Enterprise crew to do season five and then see the future guy angle of it. When I first learned of Enterprise, I was like, oh cool, they're gonna do a they're gonna do a past show. Great. And then I remember when I was in the theater uh, waiting to watch Into Darkness, I think it was. I was talking to this dude about how Enterprise was a, a kind of a soft reboot. They're like, no, it's not. It's based, based before Kirk. And I'm like, yes, but there's one glaring thing. There's a dude from the future talking to the past. And that point in time that he's talking about is outside of the canon at that point that we think is Discovery hadn't yet gone to the hasn't gone to the 32nd century or wherever it's at yeah so at that moment that was all the way through canon so you went all the way from the original series all the way through nemesis and past the point where spock goes back in time to create the kelvin timeline with nero so you were past all that all the canon had to exist first so you have a character going backwards in time talking to 2151 causes it to branch out just like yesterday's enterprise when enterprise c went ahead into the future well because it never because in this situation this situation the communication was never undone that means the alteration was no different really than say the kelvin timeline because that too was never undone nero and nero and uh, uh spock their alteration that they did was never undone by anybody. It was allowed to just keep on going, which now we've got news that we're going to have a Star Trek IV, which is going to exist again in that altered timeline, same place where Enterprise could theoretically exist. No one's saying that it can't. I mean, you could have Enterprise exist inside of, of canon before TOS. It'd just be a different Enterprise. And in my head canon, and it's already been, I figured out how it would work because there is no Klingon. There was no Temple Core, no Temple Core, Cold, Cold War. The Klingons and the, the Vulcans did, did, didn't want them to go to space. So when Archer's ship was up to go, they had no real reason to say, hey, let's go do this. And so it just got mothballed. It was named something else instead. Archer was the captain of a different ship. Different adventures happened. He can still be the president, just in a different way. And that could explain why when you're watching TNG and Deep Space Nine and Voyager, there's no mention of the NX-01 Enterprise because it didn't exist, because it was mothballed before it even took flight. Now, because the, because the future guy, AKA possibly Archer, talks to the past and the Klingon thing happens, they now have the upper hand to make sure it happens so the enterprise actually has its mission and does its stuff so the way you get from point a to point c is just different with the b side so in one timeline there was no temple core no temple cold war no daniels no nobody Vulcans just said no and we couldn't we just mothballed the ship for a little while and then got released sometime later under a different name who knows but I think it was kind of an eye-opener to where the time travel aspect of it gets dovetailed in like it always occurred I am a I can 
I have no problem with quantifying the original series aesthetic as being no time travel occurring at all. No Star Trek 4, no Burnham going to the past, no Burnham's mom going to the past, none of that stuff happening. No Future's End where they update the, update the technology in the 1960s, which I think is, is a call out to toss because there was no update, which means there was no <clears throat> renaissance of, techno of, of, te of technology. So I think toss could exist in a bubble where no time travel ever happened, period, inside of the point of view of the series because it takes place 20 to 65 or 64, and it goes, say, for three years. Inside of that viewable time space, no time travel occurred. Only after you get out of that do you get to Star Trek Four. you have the whale situation, leaving the tricorder and stuff like that, and then you have Figure's End and you have First Contact, but all that stuff happens well after. So instead of dovetailing it in, you just leave it out. So you have Star Trek existing with no time travel. The only asterisk to that would be DS9 episode where they go back to the Enterprise. But one could argue kind of a little bit that because it aired first, but that is the last time we got to see how the Enterprise was. Then the next thing to air is, is Future's End when they update all the technology. We do not see the Enterprise. We do not see the Enterprise after that. And then three weeks later first contact further pushing the timeline apart then Zephyr and Cochran played by um played by the guy the guy that played in pig can't remember his name at the moment but Zephyr and Cochran appears as he was in first contact in Enterprise and also mentioned a lot in Discovery and this uh in um because Strange World is a spinoff of Discovery then they link together so Timeline-wise, the prime timeline canon still exists. It's just redone. They did they did the same thing in yesterday's Enterprise, and that's not non-canon. Otherwise, the canon exists up until the Fisher, and then stops, and then it proceeds again once it's returned, and nothing happened in that episode, canon speaking, which is fine. But the whole show is canon because Tasha Yar she had her daughter Sila, who appeared in Redemption Part One and Two. James Cromwell is his name. So, if Redemption is canon to TNG, so is Yesterday's Enterprise, and so is that little blip of time alteration when Enterprise C goes ahead. Canon should not be just defined by who's starring in the movie or the show. It should be just defined by the, the character and the story. That all being said and done, I apologize for the, uh, for the ringtone stuff going on here. Let me turn it off real fast. I think that it's high time that we find out who Future Guy is in canon. Not beta canon, not, not through a comic. Just straight up bring back Scott Bakula as Jonathan Archer 19 years later. True years later, so no makeup is needed. He looks just like he does now because he's 19 years older. I mean, shoot, if you can figure out, out a story, bring back Walter Cohen or George Takei. I mean, for all we know, 
something that Jonathan Archer did with them could have changed something that once he gets thrown ahead to the future, he tries to prevent. It could be a nice little standalone series that that uses the available toys in the sandbox while not handicapping the canon going forward. It just allows you to see, oh, so that happened as a side story. It's like an elsewhere story, really. Because once you once he talks to him to the to the to the Sulaban in the past and changes how things are gonna happen, the events that we're seeing in this in the standalone standalone series 19 years later is kinda like Janeway's endgame where she goes back in time and corrects something and brings her crew home to where those events no longer transpired. But they had to happen in order to give birth to this new timeline that has seven of nine being able to be a part of the card and where it allows Janeway and Chakotay to be a part of Prodigy. Whereas the original timeline at 16 years, they were not. So I think because we already have a few examples of time gaps used, like Timeless, for instance, in Voyager, that was a quite a bit of time, quite a bit of years that were redone. A lot of lives altered. So in that, that story, didn't matter past what was happening inside of the story. The Harry Kim story is irrelevant after the fact. It's only during the events of him trying to correct the, the problem that it's fixed. So you could have a Jonathan Archer in 2179, or 74-ish, somewhere in there, doing something that leads to another event that could bring back those older members of Star Trek, and then through events, discovering that they need to change something to fix the problem and when they do that you get the prime line canon that we're following and theirs becomes a yesterday's enterprise or a timeless or an endgame fantastic as heck and be entertaining as hell but when you're talking about timeline wise it would be a this happened to get there type deal rather than like um best of both both worlds or or uh, even um even um, all good, all good things. All that future stuff that was happening, that stuff has been undone now by Picard knowing of what's happening in the future, telling telling his whole entire crew about it, and now changing where we know because we know that Deanna is not dead. We know that Riker and her had got married and had two kids. They didn't have that when they were in All Good Things. Data is now dead during the events of All Good Things. Jordy now is probably married to. The same person that he was married to in all good things and they have two and they have two they have two daughters i think rather than uh sons so there's quite a lot of examples of the prime timeline canon being altered along the way so this would be a welcomed uh version i think did you bring back scott bacula and bring back linda park and uh Trenier and um all the rest of the uh, cast for one last hoorah and to show who future guy is and using 2022 cgi technology to bring back the nx01 there's so much you can do when the story isn't taking place inside the same continuity think yesterday's enterprise from the start of the episode basically to the end of the end of the episode it took place in its own continuity they had the war going on. You, they were about ready to. They, the Federation was about ready to 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 collapse. One more ship wasn't going to make a difference. 
in and of that moment, that continuity is what mattered. And then once the ship went back through, the prime timeline continuity mattered again. But in order to get to that, you had to first go through yesterday's Enterprise's continuity. So that's all I'm saying here, is that we get to see what Archer did to make it to where he had to go back. And if we were to include the surviving members of the original series into it, I think it would be a very fun episode, a very fun series. Like, give them all bulky parts. Like, you could create some cool stuff for, for, uh, for Captain Kirk to do because this is an altered version. This isn't Viridian 3. Those events might not have transpired until we get back into the prime timeline canon. So we can even give him an alternate bio. And same thing with uh, George Decay's character and Walter Cohen's. I'm probably messing up Walter Cohen's name because I can never get, get his right. But you could change because he has to go to the 28th century. So who's to say he doesn't accidentally arrive on William Shatner's lawn after he's already been been retired at his age right now. So whatever year that would be in Star Trek canon. And then trying to go back sends him all the way ahead. Or sends all of them all ahead for all the hell I care. And then through that, the, the, those what they're doing sends him back or whatever. And then the Silibon stuff happens. I think there's ways to ways to make the story happen. Because all the all the actors just want to be able to have like a, to make sense for the story. It's not just like a plot thing for people to come back with. And with streaming and how the story stuff is happening now, you can do some pretty crazy wild stuff. And I think bringing back Kirk and Sulu and Chekhov could be quite fun. And it would it would cross over with the original series, and it would bring them back to the fold. And we'd be able to tell a story that answers a lot of questions, gives a lot of insight into where those characters ended up in this altered situation. So I think it would be fun. But what do you think? I think the Enterprise Season 5 needs an outing just for an apology for the series finale. Personally, I didn't, Han did not have a problem with it. I appreciated it. Riker's age did not matter to me because the Pegasus in that new timeline might have happened later. There's no, no one's saying that the Pegasus had to be found at that year. Maybe the Enterprise-D didn't get blown up on Viridian 3. Maybe he stayed, stayed commander for a while longer. There's nothing on screen that contradicts any kind of headcanon that you can make. It's when you're trying to fit it into prime canon that you kind of fall apart on. So that would be like in the middle of yesterday's Enterprise, or, or um, Twilight, or, or, or any other time travel episode, or um, the one where Kim never went on the on Voyager. If you try while watching those shows to work it into the canon, you won't be able to because it doesn't match up because it's an altered version of reality. So I think there's many ways that it could be done to where it could be fun, entertaining, and engaging, informative, and give the actors beefy parts to where they can do stuff with a character that they wouldn't ordinarily do because we'd be meeting William Shatner older than he's ever been as Kirk. Because he was presumed lost in space in like 22, what, 22 
80 or 2290. So you give 30 years later, that brings all the way up to 23, what, 20, 2330, something like something little, something little like that. So there's a whole lot that, that can be done with that, and then whatever Archer does corrects it, and then we get what happens in Star Trek Canon that leads to Viridian 3 and every and, and, and everything else. So that's my personal take. I think it, I think it, I think it would be fun. But that will conclude this podcast.